Um, Brad, you might turn your camera off because you are. Is it blurry? Very pixelated. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a little worried. I'll just restart your browser. You're the man with no face. I could take my shirt off and you can't even tell. Come and get him a pasty. And that's how we learn that Brad has a third nipple. <laughs> At my wedding years ago, one member of one family hugged another member of another family and hugged her so hard that she popped out of her pasty and had to oh, go to the bathroom no. to put the pasty back on. Scandalous. Popped her right out. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, there was going to be a story about one of us popping something like, out. Me. In my brain, I was like, I was hammered, but I don't think I was that drunk. No, no. no. None of you guys popped anyone out of We were pasties. pretty sober for the wedding itself. You guys were beautiful. All of you. I wasn't what, invited. Was it the day before <laughs> the wedding that we went out and got wasted? Yeah. 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 We yeah. just dro- went to that random Patron restaurant like started 11 drinking PM. all day. Or 11 a.m. Patron. 11 yeah. yeah, 11 a.m. Yeah. We went to, um, oh, what's that place called? I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, pizza. Chris left his goodie bag there. I remember having to make a. Yep. Had to go back and get it. Well, because it had the tie in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. So I made an Uber trip over there. Did you do that? <laughs> it's like I got you. You guys are the best. And there's you a picture of me with best. my head under some big spigot. Oh, that's you were so fucking dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> God. Um, episode seventy three, I think this is. You know, we used to marvel at um making it to episode fifteen, then twenty, then we kind of forgot about it. Episode seventy three, pretty incredible. Um I would like to take this opportunity to discuss the zero check with you guys. And I don't mean the podcast. I mean the home rule, which we haven't used in 20 episodes, but then used last episode. It's wonderful. I would like to propose some changes to the zero check. Effective. Only if dry can lose the effect right now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) To be fair, I think the sign of a good house rule is one that's not abused. It's obviously not too overpowered because we're not itching to use it at every turn. Um, it seems pretty balanced. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think we should just really think about changes we make because, I I mean, it seems to be balanced out pretty well. And okay, if anything, so it's a bit of a nerf since yeah. none of the players get hero points. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, um, that's an interesting perspective. Um, oh, my God. So, I I would like to. That's an interesting that. perspective. Moving on. Anyway, what I was my, going to do my anyway. Point out the lawyer speak. Well, that, I, that's 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 that line, I use that line with my kids. That's great. That's, yeah, an, that's interesting an interesting point of view. Perspective. So here, here's the proposed change that I'm I'm making that I would like to make. Let me, I'm sorry. Maybe it was a little Freudian. Just <laughs> here's the proposed change that I would like to make. See, one of the things about the zero check that I love is that you can convert a hit to a crit or a miss to a, a, a you know, or whatever. I, I feel like we ought to um, be able to begin using the zero check for saving throws for you guys too, which I think maybe we've always been able to do that, but we haven't really thought much about that. But after the repeated, uh, well, first of all, you can use hero points for that under the in the regular game. So I feel like we should be using the zero check for saves because crit fails on saves can be so devastating sometimes. So I would like to reemphasize that for you guys. But um, specifically, I want to talk about the backlashes a little bit. You know, all of the backlashes right now in the table that Chris put together, uh, most of them apply to combat, but some of them don't. And that can be problematic when I'm resolving the backlash. If I resolve the backlash in combat, which is typically when I do it, I, I do it in combat because most of them are combat related. So but Mike, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there. And, <laughs> and I think where you're going is we're just going to get rid of the backlash to get rid of that issue. And oh. I think that is a perfect, that is, an amazing I think let's solving. vote on it. Uh, I like it. Yep. And everybody I, say, I, 
Die. No, no. All right, no, no backlash. <laughs> Second is. Looks good. So let's I'm go the, ahead and no, let's the go right. play. Board. I haven't so we opened up this door. <laughs> we haven't noticed this yet for for vote, but um, we need a parliamentarian. Honestly, if we're going to start going this route. So I, is that like a Brazilian? <laughs> um, what's that? Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> a parliamentarian. Um, what country I've, is that? I've, I've been a parliamentarian before, and it is the worst. Okay. Anyway, um, I want to split the black, the backlashes into three groups. Okay. I want three tables for backlashes. I want a combat backlash table. I want a downtime backlash table, and I want an exploration mode backlash table. And um, I'm, I fully realize that this triples the amount of backlashes we have to have. So one of the things I'd like to do is migrate over all the current backlashes that we have and put them onto the new tables. But beyond that, I would like to give an opportunity for our Discord users to propose backlashes to us. We we would have to, to have some editorial discretion over them and we'd take them and use them. And if we roll a backlash provided by a listener, we can say, oh, hey, um, Billy from Billtown or whoever, you know, and, and read it out. And, and then, you know, you guys can get hosed by some of our listeners, which I think would be kind of fun. Would you guys like to do that? I, I like it. I, yeah, no, just come up with more ideas. Um, and as yeah. far as uh, adjusting our tables, it's we'll just go line by line and put them on, you know, combat, downtime, or exploration, yeah. Yeah. easy yeah. mode. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things also that I think I propose we eliminate is the 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 major and the minor backlash. Yeah. Oh yeah, that goes and away. And instead, we just have the three tables and the minor backlashes are, are at the top of the table in the single digits, you know? Yep. And as you roll higher and higher, right, I guess right, right. I roll higher and higher, the backlash gets worse and worse. That, that simplifies yeah. that it takes away an extra roll that you have to remember. So you just yeah. roll the D 100 and it is what it is. So is it a, is it a one-to-one? So if I, if I use the zero check in exploration mode, it's going to apply to me in exploration or I don't think so. Or is no, there it's a just role? whenever Mike decides to trigger it. So, you so we're never going to use it outside of combat. Gotcha. Okay, so it's when you happen. decide to use it. It's just whenever it is. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And, and plus, you know, this may encourage some more use of it because you guys aren't going to be... I mean, combat is when players die. Now right. I don't have to always use it yeah, during combat. Right. Maybe I could use it during a kingdom turn. Oh, maybe we should have a well, kingdom turn table. I, I almost too, wonder... I, I almost wonder... So, I, I obviously, I like rolling die. Um, but I... I agree we get rid of the severity, but maybe the role is you roll to determine if you're if the backlash happens during downtime, exploration, or combat. Oh, a secret check. So that way you're not tempted to always, you know what I mean? Like, it forces yeah. your hand. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose, but on the other hand, I, I like to have the ability to okay. work Tell it the story. into the story and the narrative a little bit. You know, well, you know, a, you could fudge it, and oh, look at that! It happened during yeah, combat. Right, right. Well, well you never have to tell know, us, right? As we've established in earlier episodes, kind of the the meta thing going on here yep. is that there are there are beings uh, in other planes that are paying attention to you, maybe you know, gambling on your successes or not and 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 tilting the scales a little bit in and out of your favor depending on their whims and, and that that really is the i think what's going on with the zero check yeah um i like it so the other thing that i think we need to finally do is we we should buckle down and you know as i've explained a couple times to some of our listeners you know we've been asked about hey can you post this rule publicly and we've always said the same thing which is we could currently the rule exists on an excel spreadsheet at chris's house we i think we should develop these new tables 
And um, as we add listener backlashes, and I, here's how I think mechanically this ought to work. Like if there's 33 backlashes right now on the combat table, hypothetically, well, each backlash would be th- a three number range, right? You know, one to three is backlash one, six to nine is, you know what I'm saying? But as we begin inserting in member backlashes, we can, we can press together some of these ranges and, and insert the listener ones in there too. So we always have a hundred die faces that I can roll, but if we only have 52, 53 results, you see what I'm saying? Like, we're just going to make adjustments as we go, as we, as we get more and more, um, suggested backlashes. By the way, let's define the structure and what it's going to look like and, and what we want it to to be and then ask for what we want. Right. So, yeah. 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 I have one more caveat. Okay. If the lesser, if the lessers are at the top of the die and the, and the worse are at the bottom of the die, can we have Brad roll them? Ooh. Oh, that's just mean. <laughs> Official backlash roller. It's what not. If, it's not the. It's not the number. Brad's making. You're making that, a big. That Brad's unlucky now. with. It's Sad the. Face. It's the result. So it doesn't matter. You, we could swap it and play this uh, d20 backwards, where one's the best, and I would start rolling natural twenties as well. Like hmm. it's just. It's not. It's not the number that's involved. Right. I just rolled well, a I don't five know. on my exception to hide my pain from that there you go <laughs> i just want <laughs> a pain, a pain a high pain um, activity just to recap on the mechanics of the zero check if somebody uses the zero check it can't be used again until the zero condition is resolved handled, right? resolved, resolved. Correct. okay right. so all right there's only okay okay yeah so yeah that's going to be that, up to you mike to kind of like keep that rolling so we can keep the yeah. zero check yeah, used yeah Dreykel May has the condition. I right think you now, should you example. should nail him with it today for sure. I think I Whoa. think that <laughs> since we had this discussion, I should jo- drop it since we're changing the rules. <laughs> but we've not changed the rules yet Mike, today. But we're talking about it. That's good enough. We're, we're talking about it. But how have you been harmed? <laughs> I'll tell you in about twenty minutes. <laughs> should I? Uh, <laughs> Should I roll back the encounter and you guys want to do another uh, round or two versus the quickling? Yes. Uh, actually, yes. Well, we know how it's going to happen. If we don't you know, take him. him down immediately, he'll just fuck right off. I'm going to throw That's every right. caltrop I have everywhere. That quickling, um, if you get him to 30 HP or less, he runs away. And you Can't pushed him you. just below that threshold with that crit. Um, we shot him in the, the clavicle with that arrow. He was like, Hoi! and he ran away just i was like out. oh thank god he's running away that thing was terrible i hated that encounter i mean i loved yeah. it but like i kind of enjoyed I, it i, I mean, liked the mechanic. i like so, the yeah i like the problem solving it's it. fun to be on it's fun to be the quickling it's yeah. probably not a lot of fun to fight a quickling but you know the other interesting thing about rig gargadilly which is the name of that quickling and maybe you would have seen that sewed into his tiny little underwears when you went into his house or something so Gross. maybe that's how you know his name it, you know quicklings normally are third level creatures Rig Gargadilly was a seventh level creature, the same level as Kundal, basically, right? So, like, you know, granted, you fought Kundal at fourth level, not fifth. You fought Rig at fifth level, but like he—he's a—he's a, horrible. He's the worst. So, congratulations on beating him up. You guys are in this forgotten keep, which you now know is of ancient elven construction and origin. Um, and uh, it seems to have been taken over by some some different fey creatures. You know, you, you find this thing on your way to Hargulka's stronghold. 
You get in there, you begin exploring it, you take down some rat swarms, you then take down Rig Gargadilly, who got out, who got away alive. Uh, you, you, you search these four towers around the circumference of the walls, you get into this final tower where you trigger this new encounter. Um, this vine creature and this bipedal plant creature, both kind of fey um, well, the, the, the bipedal plant creature is definitely a fey origin. The, the vine creature, you're not really sure about, but, um, you know, uh, you guys are, you guys are, have, have triggered this encounter. I asked you to roll initiative checks and save your answer, but uh, it occurred to me that some of you didn't roll some of you did. If you know your result, that's fine. If you don't roll your dice, I've pre-rolled initiative for these guys. Any other questions before we fucking get into this thing? Or, or do you have any questions or concerns? Or would you guys like to meet and confer about anything else? No. Okay. Okay. I'm rolling. Well, I, have, I have one question. This is oh, no. 73, right? This is this is our 73rd outing together. Yes. I haven't been naming them in River Slide, so when I'm trying oh. to pull the text out, I'm like, oh, what fucking episode is this? Because we never say it at the beginning. What? Maybe your little right. clacker for the check yeah. should have the number on it. I got I got to get some chalk. All right, yeah. you're right. Have you heard about the chalk shortage? No. Don't tell me that. There's a chalk shortage. (sighs) Really? We have physicists have been hoarding chalk because there's a chalk shortage. Don't. So Um, anyone that does like CrossFit or gymnastics or anything with weightlifting, if you tell them there's a chalk shortage, that adds a lot of anxiety to our life. Well, I'm, I'm not. Stuff. I don't know if it's the same kind of chalk where you you put it on your body, right? On your hands, like yeah. you to. Oh, it's, the same. it's just chalk. <laughs> yeah. You just spread it all over. I mean, some people do. Um, no, it's the chalk. That, it's like a brand of chalk, chalk that chalk, they okay. like sure. to write on a chalkboard. Ah, uh, okay. I, yeah. It's I academic know. chalk. It's there academic. are other pieces of chalk that could work, but um, they prefer this a certain the, one. Yeah, this is the kind they like because they're. It's scientists. like if Chessick said, "We're not making dice anymore." We'd all oh, yeah. start buying Chessex dice, right? I just go to the dollar store. You can't, you can't get it anymore. Doesn't fucking matter where they. Um, Sirio, what is your, <laughs> what's well, your initiative? I rolled a one, but I had fourteen, oh. so it's fifteen. Okay. Dracomay, I rolled a nineteen, so it's twenty-nine. Wow. Og, Julianus, and Tomton. Uh, total of twelve. Oh dear, not a real high man. roll. Mitchell. Eight. Oh, Jesus. What? oh man. <laughs> yeah, is I, that a natural I, one? Yeah, I chose honesty. I was like, I rolled a one last night. I was like, oh, I could just say I don't remember. So we but both rolled one. Yeah. Chose honesty. That was my fourth natural one last night. Um, who's taking Ikundeo this episode? I'm happy to continue, but unless somebody else wants Brad, to give him a ride. Brad Brad knows his stats better than anybody. Brad. Why don't you uh, roll that natural 20 for Ekin? Oh, yeah, here we go. Come on, Ekin. What do you got? What do you got? Have the two rangers go first. Oh, it's a 12. That's a 22. 22. Dry Colmay, it is your turn. Uh, let me describe this uh, a little bit better to you. So you've kicked open this final uh, tower door, and inside this tower, it's it's uh, there's a bunch of debris and old and rotting wood and vines all over the walls in this tower. Uh, human and, and other ancestries' skulls are kind of threaded throughout all of these vines, sort of ornamentally hung up all over the place. Uh, the floor is not difficult terrain, but it's definitely uh, foliage. It's over 
overgrown. Uh, against the back wall, there's this vine creature, medium-sized, and this bipedal fayish plant creature, also medium-sized. Um, it is dim light in this room, and we haven't really talked about and, and, and worried much about the light rules since all these other encounters so far have taken place outside, but it is dim light, so if you do not have a light source and you do not have dim light vision, you have to uh, roll a flat check to uh, attack armor class. But I think Dracul May has dim, dim yeah, light vision, so that doesn't matter. All right, so... Dry's going to hunt prey on the bipedal creature. Okay. And then he's going to roll a nature check to see if he knows what this bipedal creature is. Do it. It's uh, 14, 21. Yeah, you hit the DC, man. Almost on the nose. Nice. Yeah, so this is just at the edge of your understanding. Uh, this is a grim stalker. Uh, these are violently murderous fey with one purpose and one purpose alone to stealthily hunt down and slay humanoids brazen enough to dare set foot in the wilderness though they prefer to hunt from the shadows grimstalkers do not fear taking their grisly work to the very edges of civilization this boldness serves as a reminder that nature can be cruel capricious and owes no debt at all to humanity grimstalkers are happy to perform nature's dirty work and particularly enjoy targeting loggers hunters explorers regardless of whether they respect the natural setting they work or travel within. Grimstalkers are gaunt and hairless, and their mottled green and brown flesh gives them the appearance of moss-draped bark. When damaged, they bleed a thick, sap-like blood. They mark their territories by lopping off the heads of their victims and stringing them up in the surrounding trees, a practice that often lures dangerous scavengers into their lands. A carnivorous and thorny plants are often found in wilds where Grimstalkers dwell, filling roles that pets might in human society, though Grimstalkers tend to treat these pets poorly at best. There are a few accounts of Grimstalkers working with other fae. Uh, for the most part, Grimstalkers see their kin from the first world as cowards or weaklings, or perhaps both. Even notoriously violent fae, such as Redcaps, are afraid of Grimstalkers, as Grimstalkers consider their own kind the only company worth keeping. They can hunt in small bands, they use stealth to approach their targets, I could keep going, but yeah, these are ill-tempered, confrontational, bitter assholes. Um, would you like a low save, weakness, strength? What, what, what do you have? An ability? What I will want? take weakness. Cold for- Iron 5. There it is. Alright, uh, for my last action, I'm going to shoot him. Do it. That is uh, 20. 7 plus 13. Uh, that is a miss. I figured it would be. That is a miss. Arrow shoots in, streaks in, dry, shouting out um, what is going on here. I'm just going uh, to yell out cold iron. Cold iron! I got lots it, of that. <laughs> it is the vine creature's turn. The, the other creature that uh, we have not identified yet. The first thing it's going to do is react. Um, it has an ability uh, where if it detects a creature within 20 feet of itself, 
through its tremor sense. It can cause vegetation within a 20-foot emanation to writhe for one round, turning this area on which the person is standing into difficult terrain. When a creature starts its turn in this area, it must attempt a DC 20 reflex save on a failure. It can take a negative 10 circumstance penalty to its speeds. So what it does is it begins to uh, tremor the vegetation around Mitchell's feet. Mitchell, who has opened the door, you feel the ground beneath you begin to move. When your turn begins, you know, in 20 minutes since you rolled a natural one um it is going to you're going to start in difficult terrain and if you critically fail uh your reflex save something bad is going to happen okay uh that is the first thing that happens um let me look at how far away this little guy is from you mitchell because i'm just a little curious whether i can reach you oh i can the next thing that this creature does for its first actual action is it's going to move itself five feet. And that is its maximum speed. You think it took a lot of effort to do that. The second thing it's going to do with its 10 foot reach on its vine is it's going to vine, it's going to whip a vine out toward Mitchell. Man. I know. Um, 29. That's a hit. Okay. Just a D8 plus six. Not a big deal. Nothing you can't. Uh... Nothing you can't handle. Okay, that's going to be 10 damage to Mitchell Lewis Groning. And for its third action, it's going to try to grab you. Now, in the remaster, grab that's been attached to other abilities has changed. Normally, this would have been an auto success. But under the remaster, instead, what I have to do is I have to roll the athletics check, oh. but I don't take the multiple attack penalty. Uh, oh, okay. It. I like that. So it's it's not a for sure thing anymore, but I do have to roll this. So I'll just need your fortitude difficulty class, please. Fortitude difficulty is 21. Okay. And I miss. So he tries to grab you as his third action, even though I didn't have the map on that. It misses. That is the end of uh, this creature's turn. We're going to move on to Ikendeo. Ikendeo. Well, that's a kind of a nice so moving through an allied spaces i can oh okay i'm sorry let's let's backtrack here so is it difficult terrain under mitch right now yes okay so that's gonna hurt my action economy five ten and it's double to move through that mm -hmm. yeah it's 10 foot of movement to get through that five just space. mitch's space or is it like the whole area around that i'm sorry was it like a Oh, I'm sorry. It's a 20-foot emanation underneath you. Okay. So all of you guys wow. are in difficult terrain. that sucks. Well, let me make sure. The assassin vine causes vegetation within a 20-foot emanation to writhe from... Oh, uh, emanation would be around it. Sure. So let me, let me put a 20-foot emanation around this guy. And for this round, this is all difficult terrain right now. And this is just an active ability. He's just got it going. It's not something he has to turn on. He he reacted. Oh, it was a reaction. Okay. Yeah. I was like, so how do you get four actions? He's basically gonna do this. Do it every, every time. Round. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you can do with. He's gonna have to burn up two movements to get in there, but he's going to move past Og and Mitch, kind of elbow his way through that door and just kind of slogging through this growth, mm. and kind of position himself slightly past the plant creature that is doing into the room that. into the room yeah send a pet uh yeah last action i'll command the puppy dog here dog he's i'm guessing what's his move speed the dog is that 30 feet 30 feet uh so that would be any he has three actions or two uh two 
Okay, so Dog is going to double move to get behind the plant monster. Wow. To provide okay. a flank for somebody. In goes Dog. It is the Grimstalker's turn. As its first action, the Grimstalker moves into melee with Ikundeo, and you notice that the Grimstalker appears to be ignoring the difficult terrain provided by its companion, uh, which just fucking tracks, right? Uh, as its second action, the Grimstalker is going to claw uh, at Ikundeo. 24. That's a hit. 2d6 plus 9. 15 damage to Ikundeo. Okay. And I need Ikundeo to make a fortitude save. I don't know what to tell you. It's a 11 if it matters, if it's a natural one. Uh, you roll the natural oh, one. I roll the natural yeah. one, yeah. That's, that's bad. I don't Whoa. want to roll dice Are anymore. we witnessing the end of Ikundeo tonight? Um, he's going I, to gonna jump to... <laughs> Um, he has uh, been poisoned with Grimstalker sap. Uh, he's going to go immediately to stage two. He's going to take a D6 of poison damage, and he becomes clumsy for oh. one round. So just two damage at stage two. Not bad, but Ikundeo goes to clumsy. Okay. What was the first uh, damage that you did? Oh, 15, I believe it was. Yeah, 15. So 15, so, so 17 total damage. 17 total. Okay. No, yeah. That's his second action. Um, for his third action, uh, he's going to f- climb up the wall 20 feet. <laughs> he just climbs up the wall. That's what he does. He's an asshole. And he just, he's like climbing on the skull laden vines. And he's like 20 feet off the ground now. And as he gets up to the top, he just like opens his fucking mouth and he just hisses. He just goes, as he, he's just up at the, up swinging in the air. Sirio, uh, it is your turn. Hmm, so I'm in uh, this emanation, so I need to start off with the reflex? Yes, you do, yeah. All right, let's, uh, we'll see what happens. 17. Okay, that is, that is, that is below the DC. Uh, you'll take a negative 10-foot circumstance penalty to its speeds until you leave the area of the emanation. That mm. is brutal. Uh, you can attempt an escape check to remove this effect. Okay, so I got plants and stuff crawling at my feet. Basically. Um, so yeah, seeing Ekendale get hit with that poison, I'm just like, man, that's kind of payback. It serves you right. Um, with my <laughs> negative speed, I'm going to step up Ballad. a little bit here. Um, so I'm kind of in the doorway. Um mm. And I am going to shoot a fireball directly at the guy who climbed up the wall 20 feet. Oh, out of like range that. of Ikundeo. Oh, like bad move on my part. Yeah, you can do it. You can you can shoot the fireball up the up the tube of the tower to just hit the Grimstalker. Right at this guy. Wow, he's climbing. I, th- I think he's off guard while climbing. I don't think... I think we've been over that before. I will... Oh... Natural one on the reflex save. Uh-oh. There we go. Mm, double there damage. Go. I'm so um, sad. So that's 25 on my roll. 25? So mm. I take 50 fire damage? Yeah, if he crit fails. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, we needed that. You send that thing right into his groin. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes... 50 fire damage. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull my camera view back up so I can look at you guys. There is a moment from time to time where things just change. And a natural one on a reflex save and a fireball to the junk, that'll do it, right? <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Roasted. Roasted. What's your favorite Jerry Lee Lewis song? 
I don't know. Is it Great Balls of Fire? Oh, 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 oh. sorry. I guess it is. Yeah. yeah oh, Goose. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Does it yeah. smell like roasting chestnuts in here now? <laughs> it does. It does. Oh, my. Boom. That's the oh, Grim Stalker's junk. Grim Stalker nuts. Roasting on an open fire. Um, Og, uh, why don't you make a reflex save, sir? It's your turn. All right. That is a natural 17 uh, plus 12 plus 2. So uh, I think that's a pretty close to a crit success, right? 32? 32, yeah. You'll. I, I don't think it says this in the ability, but I'm going to rule that you're immune to this for the balance of the encounter. Wow. Oh, cool. Awesome. All right. So I just watched Sirio throw a fireball, and I... I probably couldn't see him but i heard this thing i'm sure make he had to make some kind of noise right um mm. oh yeah he goes my balls that's what he says my balls my balls my balls what language he speaks so he speaks common yeah good my balls that's awesome uh first thing we're gonna do is this little uh the vine thing not the dude that climbed away but the little plant thing yeah um can i do i think that's a fey as well i assume it is can i use a fey lore to try to identify you cannot use fey lore to identify okay. this uh, i will use lore master lore so okay whoops uh ooh, uh 21 yes uh, this is an assassin vine. It's a carnivorous plant uh, with a voracious appetite. It doesn't consume creatures directly. Uh, oh, rather than consuming creatures directly, it creates its own fertilizer by entangling prey and squeezing the life from it. So then they rot on the ground, and then it consumes the fertilizer, right? Lovely. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's slow-moving. Yeah, as you've already observed, it only has a speed of five feet, and... They, they can't be trained in the classical sense, but they can be used as defenses. And woodwind-dwelling creatures like goblins and fey have been known to cultivate assassin vines as guardians. Hmm. You think that that's probably what's going on here. Okay. And uh, weaknesses? You know, uh, fire five and slashing five as fire you can cut those vines slashing. apart. Nice. Okay. Um, they're kind of pinned in here. They're in a pretty small circle, and it's a little crowded and obviously I can step through, but with his slow movement, he wouldn't be able to attack. And then I think Mitch would be just left out in the cold there. Um, with Og? Yeah. Well, I think I think Mitch could make this square in a move. Oh, you, you think so? And what could you make that in one? 5, 10, 15. Yeah, I can make it to... Yep. I can yep. make it to the corner there. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll use two move actions. Uh, oh, whoops. Uh, I'll use two move actions. Um, and get here and at least flank with dog. No, if your speed's 25, I think you can make that in one. You, you think can I can make that in one? It, on difficult terrain? You passed. Yeah. Five, oh, 10, so it's not difficult 20. terrain if I passed? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. You passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what am I saying? Oh, I thought, I thought it was difficult freely. terrain. I just thought I didn't take damage if You're I passed. Oh, okay. No, no. Oh, understood. Yeah. Okay. Um, nimbly bimbly. Yeah, and then, yeah, well, then we're going to swing, and we've got the... Uh, we've got the scythe in uh, slashing mode, okay. so let's try Ugh. Uh, 16. Against off-guard armor class, that is a hit. Oh, All that's right. amazing, because that was a natural two. Oh, wow. So let's go ahead and do a little bit of damage. Do it. 
to uh, uh looks like a total of 19 damage so i will upgrade that to 24 then with its nice. weakness five to slashing as you just cut two or three of these vines in half Okay, uh, Mitchell, you've, you've watched this happen around you a little bit. Um, I guess I'll take that reflex save at the outset of your turn, and we'll go from there. You got it. It's going to be a high roll. I'm going to invert the dice. Yeah. Oh, there we go. It's a 16. Um, it's a 27. You'll pass, so yeah. you're, you're good for this round. All right. So, yeah, you're, you're good, man. You can move about freely. Um, yeah, I'm going to kind of do what I was hoping that Mitch would do. I'm going to move to the north of the little planty creature. Okay, rushing in with the rest of the strike team. Yep, I've got my uh, flaming cold iron roca sword out. I'm going to take a swing at this bad guy. <laughs> okay. Fucking three. God damn it. Oh, oh no. my God. I might still hit, though. Oh, I'll f- hit. It's a 15. No. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, Bradley. I don't know what the fuck is going on. What's going on with you? That this- was Mitch. That was Mitch. That wasn't, no, that wasn't, wasn't. Brad. No, was this Brad Jarrett. That's who that was. This townhouse <laughs> is built on a burial ground or something. <laughs> okay. What do we talk about letting cursed players into the game? We talked about I, this. I you didn't know, what? know Brad was cursed. I got one action left. I'm going to attack again. Do, do it. You're, you're just do explode it. and just end all of us right now. <laughs> Turn this into a furnace. <laughs> all right. That's an eight plus. Uh, What's well, a 13? So it'd be eight, right? Plus 12, 20. 20. You have yes. it. Armor class 18. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yay. <laughs> what, how do I roll damage I can't again? remember the last time you hit a creature. <laughs> I don't either. I'm like, oh, <laughs> D10s? What? 2D10 plus 4. Of course, there's a 1 on there. Um, that's 10, 14 damage. Okay. And then a nice. D6 of fire. Yeah. 6. So twenty damage. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give you fire. the. Yep. So I'm going to give you the because the fire dice got rolled separate. I, I mean, I feel like what I need to do is give you five bonus slashing damage and five bonus fire damage. That upgrades that to a thirty point hit. Woo. Let's go, Mitch. Very nice. Uh, very very nice. That is the end of Mitchell's turn. We're gonna ro- we're gonna roll it back around uh, to round two. Dry Colmay, uh, Chris. How do I resolve the zero check again? <laughs> uh, you start off with the D twelve to figure out what table we're on. <laughs> okay, perhaps for the last time with this legacy rule. Uh, that's an eleven on the D twelve. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's pretty high. So that's that's moderate misfortune. That's moderate. Okay. One of the higher tables. Okay, now I roll a, D, a D100. Yep, D100. 30, uh, 39. 39, we're scrolling, we're scrolling. <laughs> all right, your uncanny result makes all animals distrustful of you. For the Ooh. next week, <gasps> animals' attitudes toward you are one category worse. Oh my god, so, that's uh, amazing. My god, yeah. your pig is kind of pissed at you uh, there, Bill. One One week. Wow. He's, been, he's an adolescent, so I, he's, he's been mad at me for like weeks. So <laughs> That's even worse, I don't even, I don't even think I'm going to notice. <laughs> he's going to bite you. It makes it one worse. Yeah. You know, eventually, as my son grows older, his attitude toward me is going to drop by one level. And sometimes he's ambivalent at best anyway. So <laughs> that's to look forward to. Every, every uh, five years, it's going to go down a level, Mike. I know. But then by the time it's time for me to pay for his college, it'll go way up, probably. Way just, up. Way up. 
Yeah. On the rest All of right, our way ahead, to there, Bill. how our Google's lair, you're just going to get like randomly attacked by squirrels now and like rabbits <laughs> just come out. <laughs> Is that a week that lasts? That's a week. That's a week. Oh my God. Does that count for werewolves? Oh. <laughs> Chris, Chris is just gonna attack me. Like, what the fuck? I still got Chris's silver dagger, so that's fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> just stab him with it. All right, so Dry is kind of seeing like everybody in the area of the plant over there not moving too well, and he's not keen on running in there and then not being able to do anything. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's just gonna move here, readjust his hunt prey to this thing. Oh, smart. And then to the plant. just fire off. Yep, you've got a clear shot on the vine thing. I will give him an extra armor class point because of Ogdulinus and Tompton. But I'm so short. He's yeah, so shoot over his head. I mean, that's fine because I just rolled 17 plus 13, so that's 30. Oh Is that a hit? my god. Even with the <laughs> penalty from Ogdulinus and Tompton, that's a crit. Yeah. That's a lot of dice. That is a crit. Double up that damage. 9, 10, 11, 12, 20, 24. 24 damage. Uh, let's see here. Yes, and with that, you send an arrow right into the heart of the source of these vines, and the creature goes, and its vines uh, be, uh, cease moving. The the uh, aura around it goes away, and the Grimstalker, clinging to the wall above, is like, No! Uh, peaches vining to no! Peaches! <laughs> peaches, 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 vining ten. <laughs> That's on my turn. Peaches vining ten. It's a peaches vining ten. Okay, uh, that is the end of Dry Colmay's turn. That would have been the Assassin Vine's turn. It is gone. Uh, that's going to take us to Ikun Deo. All right, refresh me. This uh, roasted nut dude is 20 feet in the air. Like, out of reach. He's 20 feet in the air. He's climbed up the wall. He's got All a right. climb speed. Uh, I'm going to hunt prey, first action. Mm. And I'm going to switch to swap. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to swap to a composite okay. longbow. And I'm going to take a shot with uh, Clumsy. So it's a negative two. I I will remind our listeners who played the computer game, this this version of Ikundeo is more the flurry melee Mm -hmm. ranger as opposed to the bowman ranger, but he can still uh, do what Brad is doing. Sorry, go ahead. It's only going to be a 13. It's going to be a miss. 13 total? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that will will miss. He will... uh, I'm sorry, that's... He's got one action left, right? Well, if he swapped and hunted and shot. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. That's yep. awesome. Yep. Yep. The Grimstalker is going to climb 40 feet up the interior of this tower and then out onto the top like this for his third action. And he's going to leave your field of view. He just climbs up and out and he flips you guys off. as he's <laughs> So he's out of sight for all um, of us. Well, yeah, because he's, he, he's I, I reason he's way up on the top. Maybe dry. You know what? Actually, I was saying, can I see him? Can I, can I see him climb out? Um, I mean, the tower is like 50 feet tall, so yeah, I, I don't it, know. It goes up and into the branches of the trees. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When you were describing so he, it before. I think he's up and out. Yeah. I just, I just don't think you can see him. Maybe you could roll a seek action to see if you can see him up there. But I, I interpret this. Yeah. He's up into the branches. And then he's up like on top of the 
the the circular wall of the tower because you know it's like technically open to the sky although there's all this overgrowth all around it but yeah he's he's trying to leave it's really what's going on here because you you burned his testicles off with a fireball he's out of here uh serio it is your turn mm, guys do we want to pursue this thing or yes. let it go fine let's kill it uh, okay, I will uh, cast animal form. I will animal shapeshift oh. into a gorilla and begin climbing the. Uh, oh my god! Climb just the like wall. at Pittsburgh State. Yep, <laughs> the gorillas. Go, gorillas. Go, gorillas. gorillas. Pittsburgh State University. Um, I'd have to look up the gorilla, but I think I think it has a climb speed. Oh, if sure not, I'm a gorilla, but uh, he's climbing. I've never been more excited to look up anything <laughs> in my life. Gorilla. 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 That's a monster. It is, let's see here. Hey, gorillas have a climb speed of 30 feet, sir. Holy shit. All right. I start going. Two, two actions you can get to the top of the tower. Okay, so, I think the spell took two and... Uh, oh, okay. So you climb 30 feet up the tower as your third action. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, dry, you, you, you're, you, you're like looking up after trying to find the Grimstalker, and then you look over, and there's a gorilla wearing serious <laughs> pants climbing up the the tower. Is he mad at me too? <laughs> he's, I can, I can he's got the dueling cape. My on. opinion of you is one step lower in animal form. Yeah, so you watch as serial gorilla serial flips you off as he's <laughs> climbing the tower. <laughs> Gives it birth. I used okay. to like you. I'm having too much fun. Um, where are we here? Uh, Ogdulinus and Tompton. All right, so um, uh, he's going to swap out the kukri. Uh, he's and he's. Can he do that with a potion out of its bag? Yes. Can he do that with weapons? All right. So he does that with the potion for a second action. He drinks the potion, hmm. um, and it is a spider foot brew. Ooh. Oh, and that gives him <laughs> a badass. climb speed of fifteen feet. Oh um, my for, goodness! For one minute, and then he proceeds to climb up the tower wall. Do you flip off Dry Colme as well? He's yes. not an animal. <laughs> well, I just was just wondering. I just like I, I I just I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. He does. He does do that. Does. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit killing all the monsters. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you're climbing up this surface here next to the yep. door. Sirio's climbing up the exterior of the tower. Wow. Okay. Uh, Mitchell. What are you? What are you gonna do? Do you have a spider? Climb I don't. Like I don't have rocket boosters. Something? No, I didn't plan on climbing, nor would I. Um, but I will. So is the ground still different? Difficult terrain with the. It is um, not planting ten dead. Okay. I am going to move with one action out into the courtyard with dry and swap out to my composite longbow. Smart. Uh, and then okay. last action. Going to overdrive, I guess, right? Oh shit! I keep. Why do I keep reading about overdrive? Yeah, I'll go into overdrive. All right. Natural twenty. There it is. Whoa. Wasted on that hey. fucking. Just Whoa. needed. A, just needed an eight. New overdrive. Critical just success on your overdrive check. <laughs> Round three. Dry Colmay. Oh, did I forget about Ekendale's poison? I, I did, didn't yes. I? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's resolve that real quick. Um, this we're going to backtrack to the Grimstalker's turn. Can I get a will a, a, a fortitude save from Ekendale? Uh, Twenty-three. Fail. Blue. High DC Blue. on this. He's going to go to round 
three of the poison. I'm sorry, stage three of the poison. He goes to clumsy two, and he's going to take 2d6 of poison damage. That's only going to be three damage, though. Okay. Um, Deus goes, fuck! I'm sick. <laughs> anyway, that's it. All right, I'm sorry. Back to Dry. All right, Dry is going to step back to try and get a better field of view of the top of the tower. Mm, smart. Can I see anything? You... Let me let me look again at the description of this uh, tower to see if there the trees reach all the way up to the very top. No, there's no, uh, and I don't see any depicted on the map either. He there's like a kind of a canopy of foliage that he's constructed for himself with all these vines and stuff that he climbed up and through. But as he stands at the top of the tower, you can just see him. He's just up there right now, standing. He's up there getting shot. He, yeah, as you come into view, he flips you off again. Motherfucker. <laughs> well, I've already moved once, so now I'm going to switch my hunt to prey target again. Mm. And I'm going to fire off another round. Do it. It's a 13 on the dice, plus 13. That's a 26. You have it. That is 18. He goes, ouch! <laughs> So he does. So oh. all, all, all I get is an ouch. Ow. Ow. It's like, my guys ever play Earthworm Jim? Yes. Back in the day when he would get hurt, you go, ow. 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 He goes, ow. Okay. That's, that's all well, he did seem to have a pretty reserved reaction to getting a fireball in the nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, an, I mean, for what this was, I mean, it yeah. felt equivalent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Uh, it is Ikundeo's turn. Ikundeo. Um I don't have a sight or a vision or a visual of him from inside. No, you'd have to he'd have to move over by uh dry, dry. to okay. shoot at him. Um well, he's got his bow out. Yeah, he's gonna run on over there. Double move. Yeah, he can do that. And he'll take a yeah, shot. For sure. Okay, so Ikundeo oh, comes. Oh wait, he's running clumsy. Out. Does that affect his speed? I forget. I don't think it affects speed, but it'll affect this attack. His shot. Okay. So yeah, he'll take a shot with his uh composite short bow. Pew, pew. Uh, nope, yeah, that's a two Ooh, okay. He's shaky. He's shaky. Poor guy. Um, ooh, it is the Grim Stalker's turn. You guys want to get mad? You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. He crawls the down fight. the other side of the tower out of view. He, he crawls down the other side, the northern side of the tower, down the exterior wall, and out. So he's like on the other side of the wall now. What's up to everybody running away from us? Cowards. <laughs> they keep getting away. All right. Um, I guess we search his hovel. See what's going on there. Yeah. We end in this encounter. We do in that. Oh, is that it? Well, I, yeah. I mean, uh, we've got a great climb climbing the wall. Maybe Chris Aug can get is up there also and... 15 up in the air. Yeah. We could keep going. Let's, let's I guess keep going. Let's no, keep no, going. I'll crawl, I'll crawl back down. I was thinking I'd fall, but I've got the... The potion, so I don't have to fly. I can just crawl back down. So well, Chris can get up to the top of the wall in one more turn, yeah. one more move. Just, action, oh yeah, and maybe okay. take oh a shot God. out. Are we going to do right? a mono mono gorilla versus a grim stalker? Oh, I would love that. Should we do that? Oh, that's right. You got to swap out a gorilla to cast anything, don't you? Mm-hmm. Let, let's let, let's stay in initiative. Let's mm-hmm. let everybody figure out what's going on. Okay. So, Sirio, I'm I'm sure Dry has told you at this point what he just saw. Uh, you are thirty feet up the tower with 30 feet more to go in a single action you can get to the top of the tower what do you do um well i'm not gonna go up i'm just gonna move laterally um 
across and see if I can get over the wall and climb down. In in um, yeah, that's that's very smart. Yeah, in a single action, for instance, you could go here and you could just stand on this palisade. It's mm-hmm. narrow, but you can do it. It's not designed for people to stand on, but it's solid and you can do it. Yep. Yeah, and I see if I can see see the guy or. Yes, you can. As you as you move to the palisade and you look down, the Grim Stalker is. I've, I've depicted him here on the map because I don't I don't have any more map to display. But in truth, he's probably another twenty feet north. So like he's trying to leave, but you can totally see him. He's just uh, down yeah, on the ground. I'll advance, and I think uh, I've got uh, I've got some reach with my fists. Um, okay. So I will try to punch this guy. Okay. With the gorilla fist. I'm going to say a second move action to climb down and run to sort of gallop toward this thing. And for your third action, the most exciting gorilla fist attack I've ever <laughs> experienced in this game as you try to punch this Grim Stalker. All right, we're trying to punch him. Ooh, uh, 17 plus 11, 28. Oh, that's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> this is blood. Can you do this? This, is, this is bludgeoning. This is 14 bludgeoning. 14 yeah. bludgeoning damage. <laughs> right, Go Gorilla. Nuts. 78 <laughs> points down. Duh. Um, 80 HP total on this guy. Um, gorilla you, smash, and then Serum beats his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Which no one can see because we're all near the other side of the wall. <laughs> yeah. We're on the other side of the wall. Um, you know, let's, let's let Og play his turn out. Og, I know you're 15 foot up the tower on the interior right now. What do you do? I, I mean... He doesn't know this has happened, right? He thinks this I mean, is still yeah, at this so. Point, yeah, it's kind of hard. I you guess may you hear, hear like a loud shuffle and then yeah. a smash, but I think and you then would... hear the Grim Stalker go, "Ow!" Right? Ow. Yeah, again. Uh, Ow. Ow. So that could be. Uh, yeah, I think he would honestly just keep going. He would climb yeah, forty-five I mean, feet it, more, so it would put him at sixty feet. Yeah, yeah. So in three actions, you're you're kind of here now. You're you're yeah. like standing on the top of the tower. Maybe you can at this point look down. Uh, into the foliage to the north down below outside of the tower and you can see that Sirio and the Grimstalker are engaged in yeah. <laughs> a bit of a uh, brawl <laughs> a scrum as it were yeah okay uh, Mitchell let's just give you a turn I, I, I'm not quite sure to, to, to orient our listeners Mitchell, Ikun, and Dry are just down in the courtyard right now way removed from from this now what do you do i think i will just prepare it like not knowing what's going on um prepare an attack and then with a third action which i know it doesn't cost an action point uh just yell out serial give us an update did you get him <laughs> did you like my gorilla voice? Oh, that's good. Yes, I did very much. Um, Drycolme, anything you want to do? Um, Same deal, ready in action. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like Ikendeo. Can I like? Well, no. Um, Wait, does Ikendeo have to do his uh, for his save again? Did he miss that? Did we miss the when the Grim Stalker's turn okay. comes around again? Okay. He'll have okay. to. Yeah. Um, Drycolme is going to start heading this way. Got triple move? Yeah. Watch out for that landmine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's still there. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're going... That's right. So you're going... So there's a second smaller hole in the wall to the west. Yeah. It looks like you're going to triple move out that hole. I just I just watched the king jump off the roof, and I don't know what's going on, so I'm just going. Okay. 
Did you know he could turn into a gorilla? Are you like, holy shit, now he's a rare gorilla? No idea. I had no idea, which is another reason why I'm chasing him, because I don't know. (laughs) I have no clue what's going on. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? (laughs) Okay. And actually, Brad, to correct myself, I think you're right. I I thought I I missed one. Yeah. Yeah, I did miss one. So, yeah, let's get get that. uh, That's a fail. Safer you can. Okay, so he's going to take another 2d6. Um, Four. Four, four poison damage more to Ikundeo. Okay. Um, and it is uh, Ikundeo's turn. So he's going to see Dry kind of take off and kind of standing with the last, you know, combat that they had. He's going to follow him and make sure he watches his back. He's like, buddy system. Yep. Everybody okay. goes alone. So he, yeah, so he'll triple move uh, yep. in tandem with Dry Colmay. Okay. That's going to bring us to the Grimstalker. Now let's get Ikun's fortitude save at the correct time. This time. Sure. Here we go. Ooh, this might be good. That's in 28. He'll go back to uh, stage two okay. of the poison, uh, which means he'll just take a D6 of poison damage and he'll drop to clumsy one. Just one poison damage. Very okay. good. Okay, the Grimstalker. Uh, this isn't, again, this isn't going to be depicted on the map, but really he and Sirio are standing and facing each other. The Grimstalker, with two health points left, has no choice but to stand and fight. And so, Sirio, I'm sure you can survive one round of Grimstalker fuckery. Here we go. We'll see. Um, he's going to... Does he have to... reach? I'm 10 feet away. Oh, oh, you're 10 feet away? Yep. He's got a lot oh, of you've got reach. Um, no, he does not have reach, so he will burn one action to step in. Um, if you have a reaction, he will not trigger it with just the step. Okay. The second thing he's going to do is he's going to claw at you. Um, 31. Oh, yeah, 31 hits. Okay. All right. 2d6 plus 9. Ouch. That, that, that beats me by exactly 10. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'll have to Shit. I'll have to give you the crit then. Not a natural twenty though. This guy is named, although you'll never know his name, I suspect. But without the natural twenty, I'm not going to pull the card on you. So that's going to be four d six plus eighteen. Ow! I picked, I picked my dice back up. I didn't see what I rolled, so I'm going to just re-roll the whole thing. Maybe okay. this was a bad idea. <laughs> three. I'm almost there. Three six. So six plus eighteen. Um, why, why, why am I? 24. 24 damage. It's Ow. Big, that's, uh, yeah. Big hit. Fortitude save. Fort save. Here we go. Oh, pretty good. Uh, 19 plus 11. 30. Hell yeah. You're all right, man. Hell yeah. You are not infected with Grimstalker sap. The final thing he's going to do, um, he just yells, who are you? And he will resolve his second attack his final action of this round. Doesn't he want to do like a lore check, like a seek action to find out who (laughs) Sirio is? (laughs) No, he just has not. Um, 19. 19's a miss. He misses you with that third. Yeah, that's a low roll on my part with the map. I miss you. Okay, boy, that was, that got a little, that got a little hairy. Uh, Sirio, your turn. Two points of damage. Can you do it? One question. Yeah. Chris, do you have a bite attack? Like, you can just bite his face off? I do. Do you have <laughs> oh. a bite attack? Yeah. <sighs> um, so, can I intimidating glare in this form, or do I have to be in my serial form? You're not a fucking gorilla. You're intimidating glare as a gorilla, but I'm going to give you a plus one bonus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, natural one on that uh, intimidation oh, check. Oh, oh. So I'm not a very scary gorilla. Yeah, you just don't know how you don't know how gorilla's eyebrows work. <laughs> just I was trying it. to do trying to do the, like the the rock eyebrow, not more the people's eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that gorilla so okay. surprised? All right, so you give him the gorilla's eyebrow. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll just do a, a jaws attack. I'm gonna try to bite this thing. Oh my god! I wish you luck. I got a twenty-four. That is his armor class. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Oh, oh nice. my God. You know, roll the damage if you wish, but he, he's got two HP left. So just tell me what happens. Kind of, I kind of bite, uh, bite one of his arms, like right on the shoulder and rip it off. <laughs> oh. He, uh, you, t- you take that arm off um, and, and his, his hand will kind of writhe up like a spider leg when you do it. It's just very, physiologically, he works so differently from mm. you, right? It just curls up like a, like a coiled hose in your mouth and uh, he, just, he just falls over and this sap just leaks out of him and his weird little slit of a mouth just opens and closes a couple of times before his, his beady little eyes close and um, he moves no more. All right, and then I guess with my final action, I'm going to dismiss gorilla form. Mm. And you are left with a grim stalker uh, limb in your mouth, standing <laughs> in human form. <laughs> wow. Hey, you know what? That, that was, was awesome. awesome. That, that was, was really awesome. Cool. Following was... him up and over. It was a good um, really good. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. This guy's name, uh, not that you'll ever know it, but his name was uh, Teorlian. Teorlian is his name. And, uh, you know, he's got a little story, too. Um, had. Yeah, he had a little story. I mean, look, you get the feeling that, like, uh, you know, he he was living in the, in the Northwest Tower. Rig Gargadilly was living in the Southeast Tower, where he had his little bedroom and his shit. Uh, whereas Teorlian was living in the Northwest Tower, and he had his pet vine creature, Peaches Vinington, I think was his name. And he he adorns his his walls with all these skulls, and you're kind of putting it together. All the body parts are in the in the rat den. Uh, of all of these victims, but you didn't find any skulls in the rat den. They're all over here, right? <laughs> Whereas Rig Gargadilly was keeping the loot from the from the victims. So, wow. little uh, little team here, little team. But why didn't Teorlian help Rig? Surely he was aware of you. Mm-hmm. He was ready for you when you breached. So maybe mm-hmm. there's some static between these two guys. You don't know. What? Do you do? I think we should all get back in the keep because that little shit quickling is still out there. Oh I yeah, was, imagine I was expecting if I that to yeah. hit Syria with Rig Gargadilly right now. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen though. Yeah, Rig, he's he's not around. At least you assume he's not. Yeah. yeah so once boy, once uh, I come back in the keep, I ask, does anyone have a spare uh, uh, Cretellamania shirt? I'm gonna I busted out this other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your clothes are all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good job, guys. So that was good, that was um, good calling the gorilla. That was with Ekin Days, awesome. poison. Do we just does that play play out, or I guess what do we uh, want to do? Got two uh, more rounds. Two more rounds. Yeah, he had two more rounds. Yeah. Um, why don't we just uh, break it? I'll just roll another d6 of poison. We should okay. it that way. He t- he'll take three more damage. And okay. So he is he is twenty eight hit points down from. Wow. Uh, perception check anything in here of note um you know 25 
yeah, you find a couple things too. You know, maybe Teorli and, and Rig were maybe splitting the spoils of their plunders. Um, you find a fine velvet cloak worth ten silver pieces, huh. a golden necklace worth six gold pieces, a silver ring set with an emerald worth twenty gold pieces, okay. a silver short sword that is bejeweled worth fifty-five gold pieces. You find a moonstone worth three gold pieces. You find 23 silver pieces in loose change and um, and 211 copper pieces. You are doing that just to fuck with me. <laughs> 211. <laughs> 211 copper pieces, all in loose coinage. This place has a bit of treasure, so I'm, I'm glad yeah, we I know. Stopped. We're making some serious uh, bank on some this. money. So Ethan Deo took a took some hits, and uh, I'm down a bit. So if someone can medicine check, and I'll get medicine me. you. Oh, Ethan Deo, don't you know? Don't don't hit <laughs> an artery or you know. I'm, I'm very. Te- I'm still tender. Uh, I'm gonna nature check you again. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go walk around and scrape up some dirt and break off some leaves. None of that rat poo, though. None of that. No. Uh, that is a sixteen on the die. Well, sixteen altogether. That'll work. 2d8. Nice. That's you have, seven. Cool. Do you have something you can throw at Ikendeo? Or uh, should he battle that or something? Well, no, it's not. Um, use no, I mean, I'll just I'll do, a, uh, I'll do a, a, a level one uh, burst. Okay. So it will heal six. Six. You think that's enough, or do we need more? He's still down 22 of 60. Oof. So he's got like 38. Um, yeah, can someone look. medicine him. He could receive a tree wounds, yeah. Or he could do it himself. I'll do it himself. Yeah, he's gonna do it himself. Here he goes. I'll be stabbed. He pulls, he pulls up the scalpel. <laughs> oh, that's a. It's gonna be close. It's a sixteen. So two d eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, he gets six hit points back. Wow. Exactly. He'll be fine. Oh. He'll be a little fine. more careful when he was the patient. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. All okay. right. Well, we've got one tower left in good. here to. We still have to check the center tower out, so I think we're for. Yeah. Oh, wait, I thought we haven't been in there yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, the the very center or the the center tower. So uh, for our listeners, the center tower here is much larger and taller. It's like two story structure, and it it is um it's got a door to the north and a door to the south. And as I've indicated on the map, it it you can see through like you can see through these two doors you can see into the northern uh, entrance out the southern exit and the floor of the tower just looks to be kind of uh, rough and shitty like the rest of this place some debris and materials have fallen down from the ceiling above some chunks of rocks um, not the same type of plant foliage on the ground in this tower that you're seeing in the others might be a little bit more well maintained perhaps uh, this wide chamber has an impressive vaulted ceiling. Um, though obscured in places by earth and undergrowth, the hall's floor is crafted of smooth stone tiles in multicolored pastel hues. Oh, very Easter-like. The walls of the chamber are decorated with faded frescoes of sylvan life, showing scenes of beautiful elves engaged in hunting, feasting, dancing, singing, and a bewildering variety of other idyllic pursuits. Uh, To the west, a graceful, filigreed stone staircase, garlanded with flowering vines, climbs to the level above. 
whatever Paizo employee or independent contractor wrote that sentence was really feeling it that day. It was really, it was beautiful. Here you go. Oh, and as you look inside, that is what you see. No creatures. What do you do? Before I go traipsing in there, we're just going to understand that I am checking for traps. Uh, sure. Roll as a, much, roll a, uh, as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Roll a, roll a, stealth, uh, roll a perception check. That's... 25. And we're detecting magic, but that never works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, detect, yeah. Hypothetically, if there were a magical trap, for some reason, detect magic just can't detect them because it would invalidate the entire game structure. <laughs> um, I will tell you that my, my assumption is that you guys are seeking, um, and I, I did roll uh, just then some passive perception checks, both for Mitch and Dry. Uh, Dry, you didn't see anything, but then you stopped and specifically checked, and you saw it. Mitch, you passively saw it, so I, uh, you guys have moved your tokens into the room, but I'm going to yep. rewind you guys. Um, yeah, you, you do... D- think that there's some kind of uh, magical trap situation happening in this uh, room. You see some like runes on the walls, some magical indications coming from these paintings, these friscos. Um, And you think, boy, if I step in here, something's gonna, something bad's gonna happen. (laughs) I don't know what. Can I do a uh, arcana check? Yes. Yeah, Mitch will take a look as well. Hold, hold fast, guys. Let me get. I got this. Five. What's that me? No. <laughs> what do I get? What do I win? Uh, Mitch think has the paintings will come to life. Mitch rolled a twenty-seven. Arcana. Yeah, you you think that um, you you you've seen some something like this before. You've read about something like this. You think that mist is gonna bellow out and enter your lungs and hurt you um, and you you get the feeling that, uh, let's see, I, I think that the description of this hazard isn't quite uh, uh, copacetic with the description of the, of the room. I guess there must be some foliage on the ground. It looks like if you can carefully step through this foliage with a survival check, uh, you can chart a safe path through this room, but it would take an expert in survival to do it. Do we have one of those? Do we see any way to disable it? Or did that check not? That maybe? is how you do it. You by, by going old. Okay. It is a it is a survival it is, is an, it is an expert level survival check to disable the hazard by charting a path through. Gotcha. No yeah. way. None of us are getting through. I hate to rely on Ikendeo, but I have a feeling he may be good at this. He is not oh, an expert in terrible survival. tracker. Yep. Mm. I'm not an expert in any hell. Yeah, I am. Acrobatics and athletics. Send the dog. Yeah, you, you get the feeling that w- without a way to disable this, you may just have to endure it as you walk through the room. Can I? Do I know what kind of damage that would be going through there? It would be... I don't think you've got the details, but you, you know right. that you're not surprised to, to assume... To yourself that this would be some kind of inhaled poison. Okay. okay, everybody hold their breath. Hold your breath. Is this, sorry, one other, uh, so is this middle tower taller than those towers that were on yeah. the outside that we were on? Yes. Okay, so we wouldn't have seen the top. We don't know if, if it's open up there or anything. Well, you, you can see the top of the tower, and at the top of the tower, it, it looks like there are arrow slits up there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
but the, no windows to climb through, for instance, if that's what you're thinking. Or the, yeah, the top of the tire, because like in the other other tires we've been in, right? They've been open basically. Yeah, but oh, and, and as you, the ceiling of this center tower is closed off. Okay, with a wooden mm-hmm. floor. Gotcha. So like, there's a second story here that you you can't access without going up that stairway. Okay. All right, so I have a question. Now, if we get to the bottom of these stairs, we're okay, right? Some of the foliage and stuff, it's it's going up the stairs too. You know, I interpret this part of the dungeon to to mean that, like, look, it's going to be fort saves uh, or, or some kind of save anyway to to get through this room. How high is that stairwell from the ground? It's like a fifteen Ten feet, foot 15. climb. Yeah, it's like fifteen foot stairway going up to the second floor. Yeah, but if I'm we come in from the south, at least we'll be closer. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if I could just get a running jump and grab that and pull myself up to the top of it. Well, this is all kind of solid. Like, this is a wall here. I guess ah, it's like okay. a banister. Okay. But, so maybe you could climb the banister up. But, yeah, I mean, Sirio has the right idea. I mean, if you just simply enter from the southern entrance, um, you could just... You'd only have to really traverse 15, 20 feet of this room. Yeah. But, yeah, around. I mean, without without the ability to disable this, I, I see no other way but to um, roll your saves it. and just go through. Yeah. I mean, Ford I, saves? I, Fucking shit. Mitch will go first. Maybe. Mitch, you walk into the room. As you, as you predicted, you know, mists begin to bellow forth from, like, the foliage as you inevitably begin disturbing it as you walk through. Uh, you'll take a negative two circumstance penalty to perception checks as long as you're in this room. And I'm going to need a will save from you. Oh. That's right, bro. I think this is a typo. This is a poison with a will save. Um, Were you holding your breath, or? Yeah, I was going to hold my breath. Does that? Can you just hold your breath? I guess. I guess that would make sense. Why can't you just hold your breath? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, right? Because you've detected the hazard. You knew. You knew it it was coming. You knew what it was going to be. Yeah, I, I think I think that's really the solution here. You 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 passed the perception checks to see this. Fuck it. We, we positioned ourselves so we'd only have to make, like, one, maybe two moves to get through. You hold... Yeah, this is an inhaled poison. You knew that that was going to happen. Well, maybe you didn't, but you, you decided to hold your breath. This is an inhaled poison. You hold your breath. You do not breathe in the fog, and you ascend up the stairs. Is everyone else following you, or are you going alone? Um, I well, hope uh, we're going to use Mitch as our canary. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get up there and take a look at the top of the stairs and yell for help if I need it. Yeah. So, Mitch, you ascend the stairs dry behind you. Is that true? Yeah. I'm going to go up and just stay with him. Okay. Uh, you, it's the buddy you, system. Battle buddies. Yeah, the, buddy. the buddy system, of course. Uh, there is a room... Mitch says, hey, how are you doing? Forgets to hold his breath and takes a dig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you talk, it... Uh... <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? Oh, shit. So I've, I've transplanted your tokens uh, into the same positions Ooh. that they were on the lower level as you ascend up these steps, okay? Uh, assuming, yeah, your pig is right behind you. I see the other guys maybe coming up in tow as well. Uh, the stairs uh, that you are ascending end in a circular room featuring wide windows draped with hanging vines that offer panoramic views of the keep's overgrown courtyard and forest beyond. 
well, fuck me. I looked like arrow slits to me on the map, but I guess these are windows. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Um, let's see here. An open circular skylight in the ceiling provides glimpses of the sky overhead. The walls between the windows are carved with exquisite nature motifs highlighted in gold and silver leaf. A riot of flowers, plants, and bushes sprout from the thick loam that carpets the hall as if one were walking in a fantastic glade elevated high above the forest floor. Mitch, as this room comes into your field of view, you take all of this in pretty quickly. There's a four-post bed in the southeastern corner of this room. It's well-maintained. It's made. There's like these glossy, velvety blue sheets with like gold tassels on them. There's like ribbons of sheer silky cloth hanging off the, the four posts. It's just very beautiful. And uh, sitting on the bed very simply um, is a woman. And she's got this like blonde hair and she's got ribbons sort of tied up and down her arms. She's in what I think probably looks to me to be a, a pretty dress. And uh, she uh, kind of crosses her legs and, and sits uh, very simply on the bed and uh, raises her hand uh, to wave to you, Mitchell. And she says, hello, I've been watching you. What brings you to my home? Uh, we were just exploring and came to take a look and were attacked. So we're just making sure the area is safe. This is your home. Oh, yes. You have run off my friends, I see. Oh. Very nice of you. Your friends. Very, very interesting. Yes. Your friends are dull. We all live here together, don't we? Allow me to introduce myself. I am, well, you can just call me the lady, the lady of the house. And what's your name? Uh, my name's not important yet. And your name will never be important, I don't think, will it? <laughs> You're not very nice. And as she, <laughs> as she says that, she rises from the bed, uh, understanding now that you really don't wish to engage her in any sort of meaningful discussion. Her lips peel back from her face, revealing these, like, bloody gums and uh, these long, horrible, vampiric-like teeth. Got a little bit of art for you. You want to see it? Dude, if I can get bitten and become a vampire and Syria be a werewolf, this would <laughs> oh, be the yeah. best oh, podcast yeah. ever. Hey, uh, here's the dancing lady for you. Oh, she's a lady. Oh, my. Yeah. Ma'am, you oh, should yeah. try brushing your teeth. <laughs> oh, yes, the... Her, her clothes uh, before your eyes sort of begin to fray and come apart a little bit and uh, just the ends of it I'm trying to say and, and blood appears on her hands, her wrists, her fingers, her, her elbows her knees she is uh, awful awful looking um, very very gross and dangerous and she simply begins uh, advancing in some kind of attacking manner. You can't tell. Is she giving flight? Is she climbing around? What is she doing? Is she casting? We're going to resolve this combat next time. Next time. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit's going oh. down. Boy, most of the party's holding their breath down in the bottom uh -huh. right now. But, and we're, not even, guys, we're not even in like, the tower Save yet. the princess. No, don't yeah. save the princess. Yeah. It's, oh the dry, it's the Dry and Mitchell show up there. Oh, yeah. And then Pig, who I don't think has held his breath. Maybe I'm going to make him roll the wheels. I can't decide. I can't decide. I've got too much going on. <laughs> 